Thank you for joining our broadcast today at City Life Church. We would love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. Please take a minute to send us your story at info at citylifechurch.cc. And if God has used this ministry to touch you in any way, we want to encourage you to partner with us financially to help us bring God's word to other people. You can go to our website at citylifechurch.cc to find the giving options that works best for you. Now in today's message, Pastor Tony will be delivering an encouraging word that we know is going to touch your life. We pray that you listen with expectation, believing that everything you need from God, he's going to do it. Enjoy today's message. John chapter 14, verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father and he will bring you another helper. That he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. I will come to you. Let's jump to verse 25. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Let not your heart be troubled, never neither let it be afraid. We're going to talk for the next few weeks about the Holy Spirit in us, through us, and the Holy Spirit moving in our world. It's an amazing thing to know that we're a part of a kingdom that has no end. Not just one church that has four services on a Sunday, but a kingdom that is broad and vast that spans the globe. And I've been to many places. This last year I was in Indonesia. I was in South Africa. I've been in places where I felt God's presence moving in a great way just as I do here at City Life. And I find that when people desire God's presence, God always responds with an outpouring of his spirit. And you say, Pastor, who is the Holy Spirit? What is the Holy Spirit? First of all, it's not an it, it is a he, as the Bible says. The question is as big as God himself, because the Holy Spirit is God. It's the Spirit of God in the earth and in us. The third person of the triune Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And Jesus began to talk with his disciples about his Spirit coming. And he used a word that meant helper. Or advocate. He said when he comes, he is not only going to be with you because what you see now is me with you. But I'm going to come by my spirit and dwell in you. And the things that you see around you will be able to dwell not only in you but work through you. He told them that greater things than he had done would they do. Why? Because there was one of him and at that time 12 of them. And the God in them would be able to multiply and replicate in the earth and eventually turn the world upside down with the gospel. And now the kingdom message is being spoken 
around the globe this morning in every dialect, in every nation, in every part of the earth. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is moving in the earth through the people of God. Now there are different things that we receive from the Holy Spirit. From the Old Testament, even through the New Testament, the Holy Spirit was present. He was present in the book of Genesis where God said, let us make man in our image. A man that had a body, soul, and spirit. He said, let us make man in our image. The Holy Spirit was present in Genesis. We find that the Holy Spirit was present in many different instances throughout the Old Testament, whether he reigned by fire or wind or whether he came in a rain or he was present as he rested upon the people or the things of God and the places of God. He was always present. But in the New Testament, we find that as John the Baptist arrives, the Bible says that he was filled with the Spirit from his mother's womb. We find that Jesus operated by the presence of the Spirit of God as he moved through the earth. And the Bible tells us in Acts chapter 2 that the Holy Spirit was poured out for his people. But Jesus began to tell his disciples not to be weary and not to be fearful because even though he was leaving them in the natural as he told them time and time again he was not going to leave them as orphans he was not going to abandon them but he was going to come to them and dwell in them by the power of his spirit and this helper would not only be a helper but he would also be a friend He would not only be a friend, but he would also be God, the creator of the universe. And I know that's hard for us to fathom, that the creator of the universe, the eternal God, the God that spoke and this world just was, this God that had the ability to pick up a lump of clay and work with it long enough till it became a living being, that God dwells in us. That God dwells in us. The eternal God of the universe dwells in me. Because when I see me, I see all the frailties of who I am. But see, that is the supernatural working of God. You say, Pastor, what is supernatural? That sounds spooky to me. That sounds weird. I've not been in church a long time. When I hear the word supernatural, I think of some sci-fi television show. It's not that at all. It's just this simple. God's super covering your natural and when you understand the superpower of God superpower that does not need a phone or a red cape superpower that does not need some magical power to operate but this supernatural power that's been eternal from the beginning that created this world now dwells in my life and it takes the natural things of who I am and causes them to become supernatural. See, the, 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 the reality is this. God wants to work through us and he wants to work around us. But before he can work through us and around us, he must first work in us. The power of the Holy Spirit, before it moves through you and before the gifts of the Holy Spirit operate in your life and the fruit of the Spirit is developed in your life, it has to first work in you. And there's some things that have to be established in the core of your being and who you are so that you can operate in the gifts and in the purpose and in the things that God has called you to. Now, everyone in here wants to be all that God has called them to be. You want to be more than who you are in the natural. And if that's not your desire, I pray that it is your desire. And that's why the apostle told the young, the, the young, the young man, stir the gifts that are within you. Because when the gifts begin to stir, they draw you to more. They enlarge your capacity. They stretch you for your kingdom purpose. And God wants each 
each of us in this room to be stretched. Because God is always attracted to the stretch. God is always moved by us enlarging our capacity. And you will only receive, and I will only receive, that which I have capacity for. God will not give me more than I can carry. He will not work through me more than I can handle. You say, well, Pastor, what, what, what do you mean? If I'm only at a capacity for this much, God will only allow this much of who he is to be deposited and distributed through me. But when I enlarge my capacity for his working, he allows the gifts of his kingdom to begin to move through me so that it can work. Now, now here's what you have to understand. God, God is always more than enough, and he's never going to run out and dispense all that he has in you. It's just that simple. We, we will never be able to handle all that God is. We would never be able to receive all of who he is. And God's super on my natural. Four things that he wants to do in me. Four things that the Holy Spirit, the helper, wants to do in me. Because first he has to be God in me before he can be God through me. Somebody say, God in me. God through me. God around me. When he's God in me, he works. When he becomes God through me, he is now helping me work in others. And as he works in others, he becomes established around me. And that's what he wants to do. First, God in me. First, he wants to help me know God. Somebody say, know God. The Spirit of God in me wants to know the things of God. Because it's hard for me with a natural mind to grasp the things of the Spirit. It's hard for me to really know who I am in Christ if the Spirit of God is not dwelling in me. And you say, well, Pastor, how do I know the things that God has for me? I, I, I can't figure them out. I, you know, I hear people preach about purpose, and I hear them talk about God's goodness at work in me, and I really can't figure that. Those are the things that are revealed by the Spirit of God when he begins to teach you and show you and lead you. And you will never really know God unless the Spirit of God is active and at work in your life. You will never really know who God is in you until you allow him to lead you and teach you and reveal his hidden secrets and connect you to the things of the spirit you will never allow him you will never walk in that place of revelation until you understand the speaking of his voice and you begin to hear the sound of who he is and you begin to understand that he is going to empower you he wants you to know God that's why the apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 3 verse 10 that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and in the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death now when he said this to these learned Jews, they would have stepped back because the word that he uses here to know him was the same word in Genesis where Adam knew Eve. They would have stepped back. It would have almost sounded risque. It was an intimate word that I may know him in such an intimate way that it's so very personal that it can even produce life. This word that is used here would have caused them to be startled and almost step back and covered their ears or their mouth and wonder why he used that word. But Paul was saying there's a place in the spirit that you can know God so deeply that it produces fruitful things in your life. It's not just a surface level relationship, but it is an intimate relationship. So the very things that he desires to produce in you are birthed in his spirit. Paul said that I may know him. And if I'm really going to know him, I'm not only going to know the power of resurrection, because that's what we shout about on Sunday is the power of resurrection. But I'm 
I'm going to know him in the fellowship of his suffering. That's why Paul could sing at a midnight hour when he was locked in a prison, when he had been beaten, when there was seemed to be no hope and they were surrounding only prisoners. All of a sudden at midnight he began to sing. Why? Because Paul decided that he was going to know God. And when you know him, this timeless and spaceless God, he begins to reveal who he is. He said that I might know him. And the Holy Spirit's desire in us is that we know him, that we know his voice, and that we know his workings, and that we know his word, and that we know his secrets, and that we know the secret things that he has for us as believers. Are you, are you a desire to know God in a deeper way, in a deeper place, in a, in a, in a profound setting that I might know him? Not only does he want you to know him, the Holy Spirit helps us find freedom. Find freedom. You know, when I understand that 2 Corinthians says this, now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. The Bible tells us that he that the Son has set free is free indeed. See, he wants me to walk in freedom so that I can move in a freedom of the purpose of who I am. When you realize that, that, that we have to be free so that we can walk and be led by the Spirit of God, because I'm telling you, there are so many things that literally shackle us from living as Christ has called us to live. In the freedom of the cross, living a supernatural life, First, he wants me to be free from pain. If you're here and there's unresolved pain in your life and things that are deep and scarred, he wants you to be free from that. And the Holy Spirit can work in deep places. This helper can come in and unpack things that's been packed away. The Holy Spirit can come and undo things that have been done a long time. The Holy Spirit can come and move into deep places that no one else seems to be able to get to. Because there are only some things that counselors can talk you through. There are some things that only programs and 10-step help programs can only walk you through. But there are places in your life that are so deep and so dark that the Holy Spirit comes in and he unlocks and opens up and he delves in and places no one else he wants to free you from your pain. He not only wants to free you from your pain, he wants to free you from your past because there are things in your life, unless your mind is renewed, you will never get over. You will never be able to let loose up because you were hurt, because you were wounded, because you messed up, because you hurt earth others. And there are some things that you can't let go of only by the power of the Holy Spirit because you're grasping for a tomorrow, but you've still got hold of a yesterday and you're reaching for greater things thing but the things that weren't so great are still tying you down but I will tell you this the power of the Holy Spirit in your life has the ability to cancel your past and allow you to drive freely because there's some people that love to live in the rearview mirror of life because the hurt was so deep but I've got good news I'm believing over the next few weeks there's some things you're going to let go of and you're grabbing hold of God with both hands and all of who you are and believing for a greater season come on if you believe we serve a God like that, let him know this morning. He wants to free you from problems. Somebody say problems. Three of you looked at your husband when I said that. That's not what I'm talking about this morning. 
habits, hang-ups, things that are in your life. I heard one lady say, who are you riding home with today? No, she didn't. I'm joking. Problems, habits, hang-ups, things that latch on to strongholds that are in our life. Because there's something that are not easy to break free from. And you will not break free from them unless you have the Spirit's help in your life. And you have the helper at work. There are some people that God needs to work in. And I've told you this before. There are some people that are not bad people. They're just not good for you. They're just not good for you. And the Holy Spirit enlightens those relationships. I'm telling you, when I'm walking in the power of God's Spirit, there are even some believers that I know that are good people, but their makeup and where God is taking them are just probably not what God is doing in me. And it's not that I don't love them, but I just don't need them in the vehicle of my journey. And there are some people that are good to love from across the room, some from across the city, and some from across the state. But there are some people that are good people. They're just not good for you, and you're probably not good for them because if they're not going where you're going and you're not going where they're going you're going to end up in the wrong place but the spirit of God has the ability to come in and free me from relationships that are toxic and people that are toxic and things that are toxic and things that do not develop his fruit in my life but when I understand that this God that is freeing me and this God that is teaching me to know him helps me discover my purpose I love what Mark Twain said he said the two great days in one's life is this the day you were born and the day you discover why you were born if you ever truly discover why you're here on planet earth and you ever truly discover why you're here because you're here on purpose for purpose God didn't just throw you out there hoping you might land somewhere no he strategically put you here in this season of life even if you do not want to be here right now God has you here even if you do not want to walk through this season of life God knows all about it and that's what the Holy Spirit does in you the helper allows you to know why you're walking in this season why you have been placed here why you're fighting this good fight of faith why you've been planted in this place that you have been planted and what the greater purpose is in it because God just doesn't throw us out there hoping something might come but he says every step has been ordered every step has been laced with purpose every step has been strategically put in play and if you allow me I I will not only illuminate them, I will give you revelation of them. I will tell you why the next step matters and the next step matters. I will tell you why you have to walk through them. I'm telling you there are things in your journey that you do not want to walk through, but discovering the purpose of who you are helps you walk through them because it's in those steps and it's in those places that you not only encounter God in a deeper place, but the helper, the spirit. He allows you to unpack the things that are in those steps season and when you look back you say if I hadn't walked through that I wouldn't be who I am and I wouldn't be able to walk where I'm going because I am called to live a life of purpose I am called to live a life of abundance I am called to walk in this place and run this race and I am called to live as God has called me to live but I'll tell you he's not only called me to live a life of purpose he has called me to make a difference that's why Acts 1 and 8 says this he says but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes up 
comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. He said when the Holy Spirit, the helper comes upon you, you're going to receive a power and you're going to be a witness. The witness is not just what you say, it's who you are. It's when you walk in the room and because you're there, the atmosphere begins to change. It's when you walk in the room, you know that the God in you is now resident and all hell is breaking loose, but you know the God of peace has just showed up because you are there. And you know he said he would give me peace that goes beyond understanding, not as the world gives it, because it comes and it goes, but it's resident. Why? The helper is in me. The friend is in me. God himself is in my life. And so when I go to work tomorrow, the helper, God himself, is at my workplace. You say, Pastor, my workplace? Yes, your workplace. They might be able to ban Bibles and prayer from school, but as long as we have children and students that are going to school with the helper inside of him, they will never ban the Spirit of God from our schools. Because he doesn't come with us, he comes in us. He resides in who we are. And he begins to unlock things in dimension. And unless God is in us, he will never truly work through us. My prayer in for the next few weeks is this. That if there's anything that we need freed from. You know, many, many of you don't know this, but my biological mother left my father. When I was just a young boy, just two years of age. And my stepmother came into my life, but because of broken places, there were things that I had to walk through and deal through. Things of rejection, things of hurt. And you really don't understand how those things sometimes lay dormant for many years. And then at the right time, they begin to stick their head up. But see, the Holy Spirit allows you not only to see those areas, but he allows you to come in. And we all have those areas. And I said that this morning to say this. Every one of us in this room have areas in our life that we need the power of the Holy Spirit to move in and unpack. Because if we don't unpack them, we carry them as luggage into the next season. And at the right time, they will unpack themselves if we don't unpack. You say, well, Pastor, I, I got victory over there. Unless you have victory in the Spirit over those areas, you truly do not have victory. Unless you have victory and it is covered by God's Word, you really don't have victory. And you may think you do. But you'll carry that bag long enough. And eventually it'll unpack itself. But here's what the Holy Spirit allows us to do. It allows us to put it in His hands and let Him check it for us. And even though it might rise again in our life, He puts His hand on it and says, Oh no, that's already been taken care of. That's been covered by the blood. That's been dealt with by my Spirit. That's already been dealt with. He not only wants to 
us to know him. He wants to free us. And everyone in this room have things in our life that we need to be free from. Some are giant mountains. Others are small areas. But anything that you need to be free from can keep you from walking in the fullness of who you are. Because God says, I've laced you with purpose. It's in who you are. Every fabric of your being has been created for you to live out that purpose. And when I unlock that purpose, get ready. I'm going to give you power in that purpose to make a difference and I'm going to answer questions I'm going to lead you I'm going to give you revelation I'm going to not only work in you but get ready I'm going to work through you and we're going to talk about God working through us in the next few weeks because everyone in this room not only has purpose there are gifts in your life and there are giftings in your life and there are things in your life that have the ability to change the world around you and when you understand that there's a word in you and when you understand there's a power in you and there's an authority in you and there's a favor on you and you get up in the morning know that this is the day not someday in the future but this is the day that God created and this day has been laced with purpose I get up with an expectancy I get up with a different attitude I get up with a mind knowing that I'm headed somewhere and what I do I leave my house I leave my residence not just entering a day but on a mission knowing that the God in me desires to work through me and if he can ever work through me everything changes come on jump to your feet this morning I read a story in the book by Robert Morris the God I never knew and it talked about a great grandmother and one day Irene got a knock on the door and when she went to the door not expecting a visitor it kind of startled her she looked out the peephole and saw that it was a distinguished looking older man. This great grandmother cracked the door open and on the other side of the door an older gentleman that was 73 years of age shared the news. His name was Terry and he was her long lost brother. She opened the door not even knowing she had a brother but Irene's story was this in the 1930s during the Great Depression her family being so poor and not able to feed, her and her siblings abandoned them in an RV along the side of the road. They were taken, put in foster care. They were raised and she married and had children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And over 60 years later, someone came into her life that was able in a moment to answer all of the unanswered questions that she had longed to hear answered for over 60 years. Because she was raised as an orphan, not knowing all the details about her life. When I read that, I thought that's how the power of the Holy Spirit is. He said, I'm not going to leave you as orphans, but I'm going to send the helper into your life. 
And he has all the questions that you will ever ask. He knows all of the places that are broken that need fixed. He has all of the things that are unresolved in your life to step in in a moment. And it may not be when you exactly thought he would come. But at the rope moment, he'll give you the right answer for the right question. Because he knows the purpose in your life. And some of us are walking through life and there's so many unanswered questions. There are so many broken places. There are so many things things we long to see God do and he said unless you know me unless you allow me to free you unless you allow me to unlock your purpose and unless you allow me to position you to make a difference you will never be fulfilled but here's how that all happens by the infilling of the Holy Spirit in your life and if you are not full of God's spirit you will never be who God has called you to be but once you are baptized and full of God's spirit you walk as a warrior you walk Walk with the authority of the kingdom of God. You know that there is an assignment on your life. Thank you again for joining us for today's broadcast. Our prayers that it ministered to you and it changed your life. If there's anything we can pray with you about or God has used this ministry to touch you in any way, please send us an email at info at citylifechurch.cc. We also want to invite you to be our guest at one of our Sunday or Wednesday worship experiences. You can find our times and locations on our website at citylifechurch.cc. You can also download the City Life app on your smartphones or tablets for more online messages. It was great worshiping with you today, and we'll see you next time.